0: Okay, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Top of the Key. I'm Grace, and as always, I'm here with Thomas. Um, Someone else is back this week, and that's Angel Reese. Wow,
1: I'm so surprised.
0: (laughs) Uh, The LSU, one of their major players got hurt, and then, like, immediately after they announced that Angel Reese was coming back, which felt a little too coincidental, but, you know, good for her that she's back. She looked good in that first game. 19 points, nine rebounds to assist Santa Steele. Um, but who knows? Like, there's still no no known reason why this happened for the last few weeks.
1: Yeah. And unless Reese is mad and says something, which it didn't seem like she was after the situation when they, when she talked about it, like, we're probably never going to find out unless we find out really far in the future.
0: Yeah, I feel like this comes out at some point, but I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. I think we're going to be stuck having no clue what the hell happened with all of that. Um, yeah, most likely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she got through it. She had Shaq FaceTiming her every day. So, uh, you know, she's doing good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wish Shaq with Facetime me every day.
0: <laughs> and uh, she gave us the great... Well, she agreed to this quote, but she said this before, that... um. Everyone needs a Kim Mulkey in their life, which, no thank you.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's it's funny because she seems like a person who her players really love playing for. And, like, I just don't know why. But (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like when everyone's like, oh, what a good locker room person this is. And then you go on their Twitter and they have, like, all these terrible likes. It's like, well. That those not to those things don't equal each other. Like you could be, <laughs> you could be like a good day to day person in the room, and also like be annoying <laughs> and be yeah. like not aligned politically with me or you or other people maybe who are maybe listening to this. You know.
0: Yeah, it, it it's. It's very it, it's very odd, like you said. Like everyone loves, seemingly most will say instead of everyone, because I think that there are some notable people who um, played for who don't, Kim, yes, yeah, who don't quite like Kim Mulkey. Um, but yeah, she she seems to be beloved by the players and the the community at LSU. They all that you know, they just had a big celebration for her seven hundredth career win. Uh but yeah, it's bizarre because I feel like the whole reason why this got blown so big into this gigantic proportion is because Kim Mulkey just wouldn't say anything. She wouldn't even lie. She just was like, oh, I'm not telling you anything.
1: She could have been like, I guess maybe she couldn't have been like, she's hurt because now with like gambling and stuff like that being so prevalent, you can't really lie about stuff like that as a coach. But I don't know, like say something. Handle it any better than the way you handle it, and this is probably no one cares. Like you yeah. could have said a multitude of things, and it would have been fine. It, but the it, way she handled it was so bizarre.
0: She nothing. She wouldn't say anything, and it's it's if she, like like literally just lie. You don't even have to say like anything super specific. Oh, she just has. To, she's taking a break for personal reasons. It's still gonna court some you know, discussion, but but it's not going to create the, is it, is there some sort of fight within the team? Is she academically ineligible? Like that would just be like, okay, maybe something's going on there. Uh, It's very, it was very odd.
1: And I feel like genuinely when you, when you make those personal reasons type quotes, people just like, Assume it's serious and don't say anything. And not that you should abuse that. People should really take that seriously if they're going to use that excuse. But like that's a that's a get out of jail free card almost. And she just decided not to use it for chaotic reasons. I suppose I don't really know.
0: (laughs) And and you know the the whole idea that that Mulkey kept putting out there was that um, she was protecting Angel Reese by not saying anything. But I think she did the opposite, where she, by not saying anything, she actually, she made it worse. And therefore now Angel yeah. Reese came under all this fire and stuff where that didn't have to happen. And she she put her player out there to receive more of this onslaught, really, of, of hatred and rumors and, and everything like that. And I feel genuinely bad for Angel Reese, whatever the reason was. Like, she, you know, yeah. no one deserves all of that ridiculous speculation around them
1: yeah because like even if it's something that like Angel Reese fucked up on like if it was school like has that been thrown around a little bit I feel um, or something to that ilk like I understand why you you, you as the coach don't want to put that out there and say that that's protecting her by hiding it but also you just open you, you open everyone up to speculation when you do stuff like this because when you don't get answers and you're a program as big as LSU with, uh, with the fame it has and just coming off a national championship win and she's your best player. Like, people are going to want to know what's going on with her. So I think it's just... I think maybe if, if even if her heart was in the right place, which I could definitely see a world where it was. I definitely see a world where it wasn't. But I could definitely see a world where it was also. Like, just protect your protecting your player also sometimes means like not being as not candid as she was like sometimes the answers are kind of out there need to be out there
0: yeah and it, i think i think another thing that's sort of i just just this just came to mind that um this also kind of fucked with the team too you know like the the other players they weren't involved in this in any sort of way and they have played well as of late, even without Reese, but like now you're whoever on this team, you're Haley Van Litt on this team and you've come here to try and win a national championship. And now all of a sudden, all of the attention around the team has been redirected at this situation. That now also I can't imagine that none of these other players heard stuff about, especially someone like Flo Jay, whose name was thrown out in the middle of this multiple times due to, you know, some perceived fracture in the relationship that may or may not even be real, you know. Yeah. So now you're you're trying to just play basketball and go to school and you're 20, 21, 22 years old. And all of a sudden, not only do you have the microscope of being the national champion already and being this famous athlete, but also now your team is thrown into this turmoil and your coach won't do anything to stop it.
1: Do you really think that they didn't tell the team though? Like, oh no!
0: I'm not. I'm not saying that they didn't tell the team. I'm or, saying that. Or, or do you think it was
1: just a dis- distraction that was unnecessary?
0: I think it's the distraction. Because,
1: okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Then, 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 then I'm with you because I think they definitely told the team.
0: Oh no! Because like they the team,
1: then the team would be like, "What the hell is going on?" But <laughs> yeah, like then, like it's just annoying. Like I'm sure it didn't. I'm sure it affected them in a in a small way. Like I don't think it was like a major deal. But also, it's something that you just don't want to deal with. Like, you don't want to open Twitter and see people being like, hey, what's going on with Angel? Or, like, (laughs) going to class and people asking you, sure. Like, that stuff is little, but also, like, it happens, you know? And I highly doubt everyone else wanted to get involved in it, too. And I think if Kim Mulkey was just like, hey, she's ineligible for these many games for personal reasons, you'll see her back soon but it like it we didn't know if she was hurt if she was like in legal trouble like you you just you could have basically thought anything and it you could have basically made it come to mind that that's what it was because you just got no information and that's yeah. just not how i understand wanting to protect your player and wanting to be like hey we need to keep in-house stuff in house but also i think there's diminishing returns to that sometimes and i think sometimes you just need to like, say what it is as yeah. long as it's not anything like crazy, which I truly don't think it was.
0: No, uh, personally, this has been sort of bandied about in the last few days. I don't know that there's actually been a quote about this, but I wouldn't be surprised if this was some sort of like Angel Reese just needs a mental health break because she became a superstar in the last six months. And, like, that's sure,
1: but say you it's know. then just say then it's personal reasons, yes. like then no one and anyone who goes to push you about oh this college athlete is taking time off for personal reasons is just being an asshole
0: yeah you know because you don't know what the personal reasons are
1: exactly they could be a death of a parent they could be um something that they're going on in their personal life in general it could be like you said mental health issues which i didn't even think of like it could be anything of that sort and if you just kind of ignore it not not ignore it but if you just say like, "Hey, I'll tell you later," and then she just comes back, then it's like, well, <laughs> all you're gonna do is open yourself up for a million questions that you probably don't want to answer.
0: Yeah, I also think that there's a better way to not say anything than the way Kim Mulkey went about it. I well, think sure, there's, a, there's she was <laughs> a like, more tactful way.
1: She 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 was out there with the way she said it too. <laughs> like that doesn't help either. Where she she, yeah. she was like. Oh, reporters! I give you every time in the world to for interviews, and I'm asked just like, yeah, I get that, but also that doesn't mean it's not a that's not what this is. Like, I'm still allowed to ask you questions after.
0: Yeah, it's just this was so bizarre, and I don't know who benefit like like not that there needs to be someone who benefits from this, but I have no idea who this actual situation, like the way this was all handled, actually helped. It seems to have just been an annoyance at the very least and at the most actively detrimental to every single person involved in this situation
1: yeah I mean I don't know who like the only people who I mean even Angel because you don't really know what happened I guess yeah. she comes out fine but like you could speculate into it being a bad thing if you really wanted to I don't yeah. think it was that because then I think it would have come out if she did something bad Like, I think someone would have gotten the story at that point because it would have been bigger than basketball. But
0: because it clearly
1: wasn't if no media person got it. But I don't know. Just a strange, a very strange little tale that was for like no reason. Like, I just can't think of a possible reason to do it, to, to, to do it this way.
0: It was so dramatic for, like, a period of time in which LSU played no good teams. It's not like this happened in the middle of, like, the tournament either. Like, this was literally, like, they're playing terrible teams. And then, like, also all this drama happened. This did not need to happen this way. And um, I can't wait for, like, the ESPN, the athletic article that comes out about this in, like, seven years.
1: Yeah, when, like, Kim Mulkey's retired and it's a footnote (laughs) and everyone's like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Like, there's there's going to be, when Kim Mulkey retires, there's going to be a... Oh,
1: there's great... going to be some funny articles <laughs> written about her.
0: It's going to be awesome. Like, you're going to get this. You're, I would not be surprised if once she retires, Brittany Griner spills beans to someone, because that situation or oh, that relationship is, it seems so toxic. It's going to be great. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like, that's...
1: There's going to be so much stuff about coming out about her.
0: <laughs> so... uh you know who knows who knows when that's going to happen, but I think I think I don't think this is the last we've heard of it forever. But I do think this is probably the last we hear of this for quite
1: a bit of time, unless she disappears again.
0: <laughs> if she disappears again, like someone's got to do an investigation at that point for yeah, for, for like real. the sake of that team. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's take a break now that we've cleared through the LSU stuff. We'll come back and we'll uh, we'll start a little bit of preview for upcoming uh, WNBA free agency. All right, and we're back. Uh, so I figured we would start this week with um, WNBA free agency stuff because a, there's really not a lot else to talk about, and b. Um, I don't know exactly when it starts. I feel like everything with the WNBA is under like a, a, a veil of mystery. So whenever it starts, it will be some point in the next month or two. Um, and there's Something some like big that, name free. Yeah, for, yeah it, it's someone put out a thing like last year they had already announced the schedule for the season already, and we're already behind on that. So who knows what the hell is going on? But there's a there's big <laughs> name free agencies out free free agents out there for the next season. Uh. I want to clear right now and just say let's no way we're talking about Brianna Stewart she's getting cored she's not a free agent I I don't care if you want to say she's a free agent yeah, she's not a free
1: agent She's not yeah They they, uh, they already said it right in the in the press conference at the end yeah, of the year
0: Yeah the post the post so. presser they made it clear she's never been cored before so she will be cored and um that's going to be like a two year coring my guess is if they don't come to an agreement on a two year extension in that time period I genuinely this has been my feeling since she came to New York. I don't think she's ever leaving New York.
1: I don't know. Maybe like I'm, I'm a little more skeptical (laughs) of that, but I also, she, she did a lot of the um, home stuff and talking about the roots of New York and being from Syracuse and being close to family and all that stuff. And I feel like this is a, now with the organization actually being very competent (laughs) and one of the, (laughs) one of the bigger organizations in the sport now, all of a sudden, um, I feel like that's where, that's a perfect place for her to be. So, maybe she stays long-term, but also, where's she going, really? Yeah. but
0: like, no, that, that's the, the thing. alternative? Where, where else are you going if you're her? And I mean, obviously, the league is going to fluctuate, come and go, but also, like, the the Liberty are set up to be, like, a great franchise for years to come. Just the way that it's built, yeah. the way that the ownership is. This seems like we're in, like, the great era of this team, and it's going to last for a while.
1: Yeah. Like as much as uh, uh, obviously the aces are the best team in the league and they will be until someone decides they're not anymore. Um, But the Liberty are going to be right, right up there. They're going to be right neck and neck with them. And like, even as soon as the season ended, everyone's like, yeah, probably this is going to be the finals again. Like, (laughs) like it's just, this is, these are the, these are the teams. And so if you're Brianna Stewart, you're picking the team that's in your backyard. So,
0: yeah. Uh, the one of the major pieces that are is important for New York to remain in that in that space, at least in the very immediate future, is um the person I'd probably consider to be the best free agent on the market this offseason, that's John Jones. Um she's just I mean that finals, that the the playoffs and finals run that she had, she's she's gonna get a really nice contract.
1: Yeah, she's you know, get wherever paid. she goes.
0: Um I assume she stays in New York just the vibes are there that she's going to try cuz again she obviously wants to win a championship and I think that the Liberty provide the best option for that unless she wants to go to the Aces but the vibes are bad between her and the Aces so
1: money fixes the vibes in those situations but I overall agree that I think that was like kind of toxic so yeah. we'll see and also like the Liberty just seemed to Rick also they they were pretty adamant about um her coming back too and said that they really want to explore a deal with her and all that stuff. So
0: yeah. And she said she was leaning towards like she's she said she was gonna explore free agency, she was, you know, excited to explore free agency or whatever, but she's already leaning towards remaining in New York. Um, which again, that just seems it seems like those two teams are pretty much set. I know the aces have a space. For a max contract but i also wouldn't be surprised if they bring in a candace parker type for the Pan- candace parker slot whether or not yeah. that is candace parker and then spread a little bit of money on the bench they probably should do that
1: yeah i wouldn't i don't think they'd get another star just because when you look at the list i don't really know who's gonna i I feel like anyone would still sign up with with the aces because they're the aces of course i would i would sign with them <laughs> <laughs> because it's, like, guaranteeing you basically a finals visit at the very minimum. But doing that route, which is how they've kind of done it the past few years, I feel. Like, they could also just sign some big name and it's fine. But spreading the money out a little bit also makes sense, too. To kind of Trying to get some ring chasers in the building who will help you um, win a championship. Uh, make it a little easier on your stars.
0: Just going to say it. They, a ring chaser who's who can play the five, four who's active again they could go after Tina Charles
1: <laughs> that would be wild
0: that would be wild and also like not a terrible fit
1: no it wouldn't be a bad fit at all
0: <laughs> and she wants <clears throat> that ring really bad
1: she's someone who I could see being like yes I will absolutely chase your ring please
0: yeah <laughs> um Satu Zabali's right up in there but also she's just she's a restricted free agent so the wings they're going to match uh, that. They're going to match. They have the money to match <clears throat> the max contract so I don't see any situation in which she doesn't stay in Dallas.
1: She's too good. The Dallas can't let her go. They would yeah. be so silly to let her go.
0: Yeah. She finally breaks out and then they let her go. It would be like a clown show.
1: Yeah. Like she's going to so I could see someone offering her and then Dallas just matching it real quick and calling it a day. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, there's like this. I genuinely think there's no shot she leaves Dallas. Um, the next the next name, this is an interesting one for me. Uh, Neka Aglumike, who she spent her entire career in L.A. so far. Um, L.A. is looking like a stable place for growth to go back to being a contender. You know, they have a more stable front office situation than they've had in the past few years. Um, they've got some interesting players they also are going to have a lottery pick this year um and depending on the way the draft shakes out this year that could be very good um but also like she could explore her options there are places where she would fit atlanta if vegas wanted to get a max contract she wouldn't be a terrible choice um i it's weird i feel like WNBA free agency is still a little weird. Where like I feel like so many of the players, you go, well, they could fit in this place, but also I like, could just see them staying exactly where they are. Um, they haven't really hit the point where like people are moving around in time. They're, they're starting to do that, but like NECA still feels like she's going to stay in LA to me.
1: Yeah, I think she's a person who could who could move, and I could see teams being interested in her just because she could play. But I feel like LA is going to want as much as there's like we're talking about the growth in LA and stuff. That's a stabilizing force for them in their room in on the court. That'll be nice for them to keep in the building as they're trying to like fix whatever happened over there. Cause it was like, it was real, it was good there for a while and it turned into a real shit show. <laughs> and like now that they're finally coming out the other side of that a little bit, I could see them prioritizing some stability on the court and then the organization, like someone just who's been there for a while, you know, who could help yeah. people in and, and stuff like that stuff is important.
0: Yeah. And she's also like, the franchise for them like it's it's her and lisa leslie like she is so connected to the the la sparks in such a way that i feel like it would be weird to see her in another jersey yeah but who knows um i think the the player with the absolute best odds to move because she's already said she's not staying where she is is uh skylar diggin smith so she's not going back to Phoenix, that situation um, went oh, toxic yeah. real quick, and um, she I believe tweeted out at some point later in the season, uh, late last season someone tweeted out one of her highlights and she went, can't wait to do this for my next team, and so
1: Well, yeah, she's not- when you <laughs> say stuff like that I don't think you have a, mu- I don't think the team has much of a chance of resigning you
0: Yeah, <clears throat> and I, I Phoenix, like, mocked her out of their practice facility this year, so the Crazy vibes stuff. are bad. <laughs> um
1: We I... still get like old tiny baseball stories out of the WNBA sometimes <laughs> with this stuff. Like locking someone out of your practice facility because the vibes are bad is like different. <laughs> like just wild behavior on behalf of a professional sports team.
0: Yeah. It's good that it's good that we're getting the girl dad in there to turn things around though.
1: No oh, uh, God. <laughs>
0: I'm going to get so much play out of that. That is the stupidest fucking thing. He's just got to learn how the sport works first.
1: It's the same sport. Okay.
0: <laughs> um I've felt for months at this point um that she feels like big Connecticut Sun vibes. They need That's a to That's such a go good ahead.
1: fit. <laughs> That's such a good fit. Like I don't even want to say like I, I I I know she could sign basically obviously uh, p- people are going to be interested in her whoever has money. Like, it's going to be tougher for some of the higher end teams. I guess the Aces could show some interest, but because they have the space, like, the Liberty don't really have the space for a move like this. But <clears throat> Connecticut is such a good fit because that would really elevate. Like, they, I think they're the third best team, but they're like a clear step down, you know? Yeah. Like, they just don't have the juice to compete with the one and two yet with, with the Liberty and the Aces, just because that's how. It's, it's, I mean, it's hard. Like you're talking about the MVP and former MVPs and Olympians and all this crazy shit on the on the Aces and Liberty, and it's just not there on other teams. And John Cole Jones left, you know? Yeah, but like, or got traded rather. But
0: well, she traded because she wanted to leave. What <laughs> wanted
1: was- to leave. Yeah. So, yes. But like, signing a Diggin Smith makes it like you kind of up your floor to that juice a little bit. It doesn't get you there, but. It would not surprise me if that could make you. I mean, they took the liberty to five. Like, she could easily win a game, you know, or help win a game. Like, so that's a great fit for them. And I feel like if they're really trying to be aggressive and win as soon as possible, even with, like, not even with Jonquil leaving, because they did it with Jonquil leaving, but like, continue to try to win like that, then that's a perfect fit. So sign me up for that.
0: Yeah. Um, just a small correction the the sun took the liberty to four uh
1: four yes they only won the, yeah
0: but like again yes yes you yes. bring in skylar Diggin', and smith and that series goes five. oh that's ghost like like,
1: five yeah because like, i i, those I, I, were... I couldn't I, I mixed up the series in my head but yes <laughs> um yeah exactly the and they played them tough like that was not yeah. a that was not a, a bad performance by the sun at all you know absolutely not they really, they really played liberty well, and I was getting nervous there for multiple games in that series. So
0: yeah, and and you they're not that Skylar. far off.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. they just they literally like they need a guard is really like and and Skylar diggins Smith is one of if not the best guards available on the, the the market this year. I mean, a team like Indiana or Minnesota, I could see also being interested. I don't exactly know those teams' money situations, but. Again, it just, it, it's felt like Skylar Diggins-Smith is a Connecticut son, to me at least, for a while now. We'll see what happens. I, Free agency is wild, but.
1: She also gives me the vibes that someone who wants to go to a team close to winning. Yeah. Like, she doesn't, after the whole Phoenix debacle, it doesn't really seem like she wants to go to a team that's, like, not there.
0: Yeah. I mean, she went to Phoenix after they made it to the finals in 2021. So, like. Yeah, exactly. You know. It's that yeah. You know, it, it she the the sun probably fit her better than like the Indiana Fever do. Sorry, Indiana.
1: Yes, um, that's that's really where I went was going with that. Sorry, Indiana.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Indiana, who's catching strays left and right from Becky. Beth- You'll be Indiana. fine
1: soon, but not not right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see if we get Caitlin Clark. Uh, another another Connecticut sun. This one feels like a lock to me. Um, I don't think Dewanna Bonner leaves Connecticut. Nah. Eighteen. to speak
1: <laughs> to to speak to it. If they're trying to win now, you add to that team. You don't let yes. someone walk, yes. and she's too important to them to walk. And
0: she was like, great this year.
1: Oh, great! Like I would love her in in New York. Like that's someone I would target if I was the Liberty. But I just don't think. I don't think that they they should let her even test, really. Like, you should try as much as you possibly can to keep her in-house now.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Brittany Griner is a free agent, and this feels to me like a Brianna Stewart situation, where I think she wants to stay in Phoenix with Diana Terassi, Uh, and when Diana Taurasi retires, I can see her moving on.
1: Yeah, I think she just wants to go where she's comfortable because, well, She's had a, she's gone through more than any athlete has gone through in a long, long time. So <laughs>
0: yeah, like <laughs> if ever,
1: like, like where, so she probably just wants to go to where she's comfortable, and her comfort level is probably very high in Phoenix, regardless of the wins and losses there. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised either. Maybe she, may, maybe she does move on. Maybe she just stays there and is like chilling in Phoenix for the rest of her career. Because how old is she now?
0: Oh God, I can't remember that's off the an- top of my head that is an interesting question i want to say she's in her early 30s i also
1: think that timing up when she was at baylor in my head like yeah because she was a little i remember her being like a little older than me when i was remembering her in college so
0: yeah
1: um but like at 33 like she could also come retire soon like she could just spend two years in Phoenix and then be like, I'm done. She could just do this and then ring chase for a year and, or go to Vegas and try to win or go to New York and try to win and then be done. She could go spend a year in Phoenix and then go do whatever, you know, like there's plenty of options for her, but I I kind of agree that Phoenix, a return to Phoenix makes a lot of sense for her.
0: If she wants to go somewhere, she's comfortable and wants to ring chase. uh, She was coached by Sandy Brondello for a long time. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Not wrong. Like that's also very possible. Like, I I think she's more up in the air than most people because I don't really, I can't get a vibe on what she wants to do, but that's obvious because there's a lot of stuff that she went through.
0: Yeah. I also feel like this season coming up is going to be like an important season for her where like last season was a lot of just like, she's back, whatever happens happens. I feel like this year will be the year she, she, she might decide where her career is heading. Cause this is an inflection point. You're 33, 34 years old. Yep. And you've got to figure out what you want for the rest of your career when you're going to retire. If you want to stay somewhere like this, feels like an important season for Brittany Griner. So I, she's going to stay in Phoenix. This feels like a real lock for this year. After that, who knows?
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh,
0: and then the Mystics have several big name free agents, but I'm gonna we're gonna end with this one today, and then we'll maybe we'll touch on this. We'll do it next week, and we'll go into the next tier. Um, Olivia Deladon is a free agent. Uh, and this, I have no read on this situation. Ah, uh, she could stay. I don't in think Washington. she's
1: going anywhere. I don't yeah, think she's going anywhere.
0: That, that feels right. Um, but also, like, man, if the aces want to fill that Candace Parker spot and Candace Parker does not come back, and so, Elena so Deladon... I'm gonna,
1: I'm. <laughs> I'm going to hat tip our good friend Allison McKaig here, who is a big Elena Deladon fan from her, they were at Delaware together, I believe, <clears throat> but she cares about her family so much that I don't think she's leaving the East coast. And I think that Washington is just the place where she's just going to stay forever. Like no joke. I don't think she leaves because it's like closer to Delaware and her family. Yeah, Like, I I really think that's just the be-all and end-all. I think that she talks a big game about wanting to leave sometimes because it's like she probably really does want to win again and she's good enough to win again. Like, she's obvious. When she plays, she's still very good. Like, she's still a baller when she's on the court. It's just she's not on the court a ton. And, like, she's still a problem. She's still one of the best players in the league. She will be a fit on the Aces, on the Liberty, whatever team wants her. I just think the Mystics have the inside edge on her because of location and vibes. Yeah. Really?
0: Uh, I think of the free agents that the Mystics had this year, the big free agents, I think um, Elaine Del Don's the one that I would pick to stay out of uh, her and Natasha Cloud, who we'll get to next time because we're running a little long on this segment. Um, but I also, the, the Mystics are also not a bad team. Like, this year they were sort of ravaged by injuries, no. which is why they were a seven seed. But, like, genuinely, if Shakira Austin, who just had um, surgery on her hip again, um, again, I, I don't remember if the first time was a surgery or just a rehab, um, but if they're healthy, they're a problem. They have a very good team, um, but yes. if, the, if they're healthy, healthy part is the issue with that team.
1: Because they have the star that can elevate them in a series. They have the, the the role players in the back end. Like that team is there's a lot of talent on that team.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's that'll that that I think will wrap us up for the first part of our free agents preview. Um, yeah, so we'll do this again next week. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more of just miscellaneous college hoops. All right, and we're back. Uh, so, not a ton, it feels like, in terms of stories from this week's uh, college basketball, then Angel Reese coming back. I mean, for me, like, one of the big ones was Gonzaga beat Stanford by almost 20 points, which was kind of crazy. Uh, Gonzaga's unranked, and Stanford is number three. Uh, but this happens. We've seen this happen a bunch this season.
1: Basketball schools and G- Gonzaga, obviously.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, which uh, is uh, true.
0: <laughs> they yeah. actually
1: are a big basketball school, but that's just a, that's a wild upset.
0: Yeah. Uh, shit happens. Like that's just literally like, shit happens. But, uh, yeah, that was like, that was like a big story. I feel like, um, UConn's going through it. We were talking about this last week with the, the injury stuff, yeah. but they are going through it this week.
1: They're like ravaged by injuries and it's probably getting to them at some level because it's like, damn, how many more can we possibly have At this rate like if i'm a if i'm a (laughs) yukon player i'm like jesus christ you know like what is going on
0: and like it like how much more can we take is like also like an awful question to ask when looking at their injury history and going well you might have to take a lot more well might more yeah Uh, but they're, they're they're playing good teams is the other thing. Like, they're playing teams ranked right around where they're ranked. They're ranked, I think, 11 right now. They just played, or 10. They just played Texas, who's within a spot or two of them. They played um, UCLA, who's within a spot of two of them, um, or at least was. But, like, yeah, it's, it's not a fun time. And, like, Paige Beckers can only do so much when, like, half your team is hurt.
1: Especially uh, just coming off of injury, Paige yeah. Beckers. Like it's not like she, it's it's not like she isn't coming off a the major knee injury either. It's like she's also <laughs> going through her own stuff and figuring out her own way back onto the court.
0: Yeah, like in a perfect world, everyone else around her is making it so that she can have
1: these these you know sort of gradual yeah. build
0: up to whatever Paige Beckers is now after the last few injuries. Um, still a very good basketball player even right now, but we have no idea if she can reach the heights that she had. Um, but in a perfect world, she doesn't have that pressure on her, but now she's got to carry this team while coming back from this major knee injury. Uh, so they're, they're not, they're going through it. Uh, sorry, Corey, our beloved UConn fan friend. Um, South Carolina, like squeaked out a win over North Carolina. That was, that was some crazy shit.
1: Yeah, that was very surprising. That's like obviously shit happens, like we were saying, but also that's a rivalry game added onto it. So yeah, double shit happens in those. But because South Carolina is a powerhouse, powerhouse, so that's a oh, wild yeah. one to barely beat yeah. North Carolina.
0: Seven point win. That was that. That's. I feel like Don Staley had some choice words for them after that game. Oh my god! Um... Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Did you see the video from a couple weeks ago when they when they were playing in Paris and they're they're sitting there and the one girl's starting to do like the thing with her hands? Don Staley just hits her with the paper. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's probably so funny to to be around on like a daily oh, yeah. basis. I
0: love Don Staley so much. Um, and then we've been talking about this a little bit. Ah, uh, well, not a little bit, quite frequently over the last few weeks. But Ali Gales has finally scored. Uh, coming back from the multiple gunshot wounds and the rehab, where she was learning how to do everything again, um, she scored four points in four minutes on November twenty eighth, and two points in seven minutes with a steal on um, yesterday, December third. Uh, did you see the video of her first points?
1: With her bench freaking out? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, ah, I did.
0: I, like, made me a little misty, but like, it's so, it's so great. She's like, you know, obviously again. You know, you talk about this with Paige Beckers and all these other players. Like, this is a special kind of rehab. I yeah. literally, she can do whatever she wants in the however long it takes for her to get back to But the fact that she's scoring now, she's driving in for a layup and stuff like that. This is incredible.
1: Yeah, just the, the, the level of comfort and trust she's having in her body to do all that after what she went through is wild.
0: Yeah. And I think it also speaks to the level of comfort and trust that she has within her team and the the coaching mm-hmm. and everything like that that she feels comfortable sh- enough to be able to do this stuff.
1: Conditioning and and the, the the trainers and everyone else like they did a great job too.
0: Yeah, it, this is this is incredible. Like this, every I find myself checking the USC box scores. Like I I'm like tracking their games just because just I to, want see, to see yeah like yeah how she's how she's doing um but yeah there was that was such a great video the whole bench freaking out and it just like and she's on the court you can tell she was just so excited it was great um yeah that's uh it's fantastic but I feel like this has just been a slow week for college basketball I don't know why there's been just as many games as always but it just feels like ugh.
1: yeah but when you're in the when you're in the middle of the summer out of the winter like this just like the good teams are rolling and the it's just kind of like the when we talk about this we talk about the few good teams that stumble a little bit you know but for the yeah. most part all these good teams are like rolling which is what they should yeah. be doing like it'll 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 start to ramp up more when we get to tournament time and we get to late season um we get to late season good game time but right now it's just kind of that's the that's the downside of college basketball is that there's a lot of like Downtime, almost I guess, is a good way to put it. Yeah, like it just it just takes a while for stuff to happen sometimes. But like the middle of the year is kind of boring, but the rest of the year is fun. Like the end of the year is really fun.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, we it's like fun because we're gonna get like this is gonna drag a little bit, but then the WNBA stuff should pick up. Somewhat soon. We'll see if there's an expansion news anytime soon. I feel like we've been waiting oh for a couple God.
1: weeks. Yeah. I, I I'm <laughs> I'm waiting for the next one. I wonder what it's gonna be.
0: Oh man, I hope it's somewhere really weird. <laughs> like I, I want it to be like like Sioux Falls. That'd be fun. <laughs> we just had to bring a team to Roanoke. A place with only and, and
1: everyone's like everyone's <laughs> like, hell yeah, let's let's go. <laughs>
0: please welcome your like whatever, Louisville or that seems even too big for me. I want like the middle of nowhere.
1: One thing we haven't talked about in college is Juju Watkins going absolutely Oh, batshit.
0: that is correct.
1: <laughs> scoring 30 points in one, two, three, four of her, five of her first seven games is nuts. As a freshman, <laughs> like she's crazy good. And like and that's the type of stuff we're talking about with the level of talent in the WNBA and expansion, why it's so important. Like, we need to get more teams here because we need to get all these people on rosters. And, like, obviously, Juju Watson's going to be fine. Like, as long as she stays healthy, she's going to be a top pick and be on a roster for as long as she wants to play. But it hurts the bottom of the rung draftees, you know? Yeah. Because Also, also, she should just be in the WNBA next year. She's doing this to college. <laughs> but yeah. she's not allowed to.
0: It, it's. This is really thirty. Tw- she's averaging twenty-seven point three points, three point four assists, seven point six rebounds, two point three steals. These players, this college season is full of steals.
1: I know. Like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> no one can hold on to the damn ball. It, this USC team is fun.
1: Yeah, USC USC is good. They're fun because they're they they're young too. I feel like there's a lot of like yeah. they'll be they'll be around a while. So I could see them being like a like a national championship contender team, like a Final Four Elite yeah. Eight type team in a few years when this a- everyone gets a little older. And also this makes people want to go there. Like Yeah. Like the, the 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 kid, the senior in high school right now wants to go play with Juju Watkins next year at USC, you know? So yeah. they might look at a local school, like local USC local. Like it's I'm not gonna like it's a small school, but they'll look at USC over LSU or South Carolina because it's also a good place to go. And that's good for the sport too.
0: Yeah. It's, oh God. Like this is just like a, this is going to be such a fun couple of years for college basketball. And then hopefully we get two expansion teams and um, maybe in the next CBA, they'll add players if they increase the, the salary cap. Maybe they'll add a spot or two and we can get even more of these players in because this is like breakout season for everyone and there's not enough, there's not enough spots and there's never been enough spots.
1: No, but now there's, now it feels like there's even more of a pressing need to expand as soon as possible because of how good college is now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, oh God, Juju Watkins, Hannah Hidalgo. This is a great time to be following freshmen for these these teams that aren't considered the top teams, but that's fantastic. This is fantastic. Uh, all right. I think that about does it for us today. Um, do you have anything you want to add, Thomas?
1: No, it's just the Juju, juju Watkinson.
0: All right. Well, we, we got juju Um So you can, as always, follow us on Twitter at tockpod and email us at totkpodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined and um, yeah, thanks for listening Uh,
1: see you next week